You see, the basic problem is not lack of time. It is lack of direction. We all have exactly the same amount of time, whether we're a millionaire or a pauper. All of us have 24 hours every single day. That's Zig Ziglar. And this is the Depression Detox Show. Hello, and welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Monday. Thank you so much for vibing with me today as we start off this week's clips with one of the godfathers of motivational speaking himself, Mr. Zig Ziglar. And he is here to encourage us to live with purpose. And the way to do that is to have specific dreams, goals, and objectives. Here's Zig Ziglar. Enjoy. I want to talk a little bit about goals on the line of how do you lose 37 pounds and write a book. I'm just going to kind of give you that as an example. For 24 years of my adult life, by choice, I weighed well over 200 pounds. I say by choice because, you see, I have never accidentally eaten anything. I mean, it's always been deliberate. And when I choose to eat too much today, I have chosen to weigh too much tomorrow. You can choose to set goals and realize your potential, or you can choose not to set them. Now, if you choose not to set them, you got to understand that the consequences are not going to be good down the road. For 24 years, I was going to lose that weight. As a matter of fact, in 24 years, I lost several thousand pounds of weight. How many of you already know exactly what I'm talking about? But it wasn't until I wrote it down, put a date on it, listed the obstacles I had to overcome, identified the people, the groups, the organizations I needed to work with, spelled out a plan of action, set that time limit in there, and identified all of the benefits to me. It was only when I did that that the goal became a reality, and I lost the weight. For 10 or 15 years, I was going to write a book. You know anybody who's going to do just a whole lot of things, folks? I was going to write a book. But it wasn't until I got busy writing the book and writing the plans first before the book ever materialized. Now, if it sounds like I'm trying to sell you on having goals, how many of you are getting close already? How many of you are becoming convinced right quick like that you need to have those goals? There's no question about it. The immortal J.C. Penney many, many years ago said, give me a stock clerk with a goal and I'll give you a man who will make history. But give me a man without a goal and I'll give you a stock clerk. Now, the interesting thing is goals do not care who has them. Let me give you a classic example of the way they work. In 1950, a war-torn, devastated Japan 
a nation which had lost an incredibly high percentage of its young men. Their cities were in ruins. They had been bombed out. But in 1950, they got together. They, meaning industry and government, got together and set a goal. The goal was we're going to be the number one nation in the world during the 1950s in the production of textiles. In 1959, ladies and gentlemen, they accomplished that objective. In 1960, they set another goal. We're going to be the number one nation in the world in the production of steel. Now, when you understand there's no iron ore in Japan of any significance, there's no coal of any significance there, we're going to be the number one nation in the world in the production of steel, it seemed like an absurd goal, and yet they reached their objectives. They had taken all of the steps. In 1970, the Japanese set another goal. They said during the 70s, we'll be the number one nation in the world in the production of automobiles. They missed it, folks, one year. It took them until 1980. In 1980, they set another goal. And this time their goal was, we're going to be the number one nation in the world in the production of computers and electronics. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, you absolutely must have those goals. You got to write them down. You got to put a date on it. You got to identify those obstacles. You've got to identify the people, the groups you need to work with. You got to find out what it is you need to know. You got to develop a plan of action and you got to write it down. What's in it for me? Now, that's a formula that I have just given you, pure and simple. Now, if I were to ask you what three times three was, there is a person here who could not instantly answer it. But if I were to ask you what is 5,128 times 2,165, odds are enormous that very few of you could pop out the answer that quickly. But if I were to say to you, get your pencil and paper out, figure it out, then all of you could figure it out. Why? You know the formula. Now, you see, if you know the formula, it really doesn't make any difference, ladies and gentlemen, what the goal really is. When I started to write the book, I took precisely the same steps that I'm talking about. I wrote down the objective. I wrote down the time I completed or expected to complete the book. I identified the obstacles there. And yes, I know this is repetitious. It's the mother of learning. I wrote out and identified the people, the groups, the organizations I needed to work with. I devised a plan of action to do it. I spelled out what I needed to know, and I wrote it all down, what's in it for me. You see, the basic problem is most people, when they're working on their job, they get to thinking, you know, I really ought to be spending time at home with my family. And then when they're at home with their family, they get to thinking, you really ought to be out there working for my family. And so when they're out there working for their family, their mind is back home. And when they're back home, their mind is back out there in the field. And then they tell everybody, well, I don't ever have time to do anything. No wonder you're always traveling. You see, the basic problem is not lack of time. It is lack of direction. We all have exactly the same amount of time, whether we're a millionaire or a pauper. All of us have 24 hours every single day. The truth is, ladies and gentlemen, we must have goals if we're going to do anything. Goals do a lot of things. For example, they enable you to chase the blues away. I've never known anybody who was truly depressed who had specific and long-range goals. And what goals do is they create activity. And you see, activity, as you work towards reaching them, creates the very excitement which you need in order to accomplish or reach your objectives. The psychologist put it, this way, logic will not change an emotion, 
but action will. And as you get busy working towards these dreams of yours, and yes, you absolutely must have your dreams, ladies and gentlemen, and what we're going to do is look at the ways you build a foundation underneath those dreams. Several years ago, they did an experiment with a number of college students. And in this particular experiment, they let them go to sleep, and they hooked these brain machines up to them. With these brain machines, they could determine precisely within a matter of seconds when the student went to sleep. Then they could tell when that student started to dream. And as the student would start to dream, they would awaken him or her. And then they'd let them go back to sleep, and that is no problem. But when they started to dream, they would awaken them again. And with those brainwave machines, they can tell exactly when they start to dream. At the end of one night of this kind of treatment, many of the students were nervous and fidgety. At the end of uh, two nights of this kind of treatment, where they had a reasonable amount of sleep, but no dreaming, they became very irritable and very short and very cross. At the end of just three nights of a reasonable amount of sleep, but no dreaming, they could tell that some of them were headed for some psychological difficulties. And so what they did was they aborted the experiment. Now, about 24 hours later, most of the students were back to normal. Within a week, all of them had returned 100%. But the experiment proved something very conclusively, and that's this. When you're asleep, ladies and gentlemen, you need your dreams. I'm here to tell you that when you're wide awake, you also need your dreams. You must have your goals. You'll never make it as a wandering generality. You must become a meaningful specific. If you're going to work tomorrow because that's what you did yesterday, you're not going to be as good tomorrow as you were yesterday because now you're two days older and no closer to the goal which you do not have. You can't make it as a wandering generality. Most people understand you got to become a meaningful specific. It reminds me of an experiment done some little while ago by Jean-Henri Fabre, the great French naturalist. He took a number of processionary caterpillars, so named because they follow each other in a procession, and he lined them around a flower pot until they formed a never-ending circle. And they started going round and round 24 hours that first day. And then they went the next day and the next, and by the, about the third or the fourth day, he put some pine needles into the center of that flower pot. That's the food of the processionary caterpillar. They kept going round and round, seven full days and seven full nights. They went round and round until they literally drop dead from starvation and exhaustion. With an abundance of food less than six inches away, they had starved to death because they confused activity with accomplishment. You've got some friends that are in the same shape. They're busy, busy, busy all the time. They're going, 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 and they're here and they're there and they're somewhere else, but they never really accomplish anything because they don't have those specific, clearly identifiable objectives. You've got to have those goals. Big thanks to Zig Ziglar for stopping by. His website is Ziglar.com. His Instagram is the Zig Ziglar. His YouTube is Ziglar Inc. And his latest book is entitled 10 Leadership Virtues for Disruptive Times, Coaching Your Team Through Immense Change and Challenge. And if you'd like to check out the last time we've had him on the show, you can go in the show description 
and look under the previous episode section where there'll be a list of all the previous episodes that he's been featured on the show. And the most popular of all the times that he's been featured on the show is episode number 331. So if you like, you can go and check that out. All right. That is a wrap for me. I appreciate you. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I will see you back here tomorrow. So until then, stay strong. Later.